Ashes Desert Diaries. Hello. Arizona calling and following the bang slash fringe confusion of last week, I also went under the scissors and had my hair cut for the first time in 18 months. I have gone from a long, unruly mane to a super short bob just in time for the oven-like temperatures Phoenix is starting to tease us with. I don't really know why it's taken me so long to go to the hairdressers because, as I've said before, hairdressers have actually been open here in Arizona for the past 11 months or so. There was only ever a few weeks back in 2020 where things were actually locked down. But do you know what? I'm clearly still in lockstep with England and wanted to join in, so saved my locks until this week. Sidebar, no one except my hairdresser was actually wearing a mask in there. It still feels weird. It's been a few weeks since Governor Doug Ducey made quite a confusing order about masks in which he blocked cities and counties in Arizona from enforcing mask requirements. Now, there was never a full mask mandate here in Arizona like there has been in some other states. But Doug Ducey let local government officials, people like the mayor of Tucson, make up their own mind about whether or not people had to wear masks. So that was one city that, along with Flagstaff, did have citywide mask mandates and now refuses to cancel them, which is going against what the governor has ordered. Now, all 16 Republican senators in the Republican-controlled Arizona Senate, despite the fact our two federal senators are both Democrats, they're the ones who actually report directly to the White House, it is quite confusing, yes. But all those 16 local Republican senators voted to rescind the mask mandate. Democratic senators weren't happy. One said, wearing a mask is something so simple that even a four-year-old can do it, and the adults are the ones throwing temper tantrums. Now, the senator of Sun City, a Republican man, replied, The last I remember, America was about the land of the free and allowing people to make decisions for themselves. Now, I hear a lot of this. Freedom. Which sometimes and this is from an outsider's point of view, but absolutely not always, seems to translate as, what's in this for me? Is this law going to serve me? Or is it just going to help other people? Because if it's the latter, then I'm going to shout, freedom! (laughs) Now, side note, no Americans that I know personally feel that way, but it is something I do hear time and time again on the news and on social media. Now, you might also be thinking, wait, where's the president in all of this? Why is this all coming down to mayors of individual cities to make decisions? And that's something I found to be quite interesting, increasingly interesting since I've moved here. I didn't realise how many of those day-to-day laws were state laws and not federal laws, not laws coming from the White House. This certainly sits with the concept that America isn't one country, but more like 50 countries, the 50 states, all held together in one union. Now, under the last administration, there were restrictions, of course, on international visitors. You know, my dad can't come and visit. I couldn't get back in the country because I'm not a permanent resident here. I'm not a citizen and things like that. But aside from those laws that affected other people coming in, There were loads of guidelines issued by the federal government, especially the CDC, who are the kind of the clinical body of the government. So lots of guidelines were issued over the coronavirus. 
but not really any hard mandates about things like masks or lockdown. That was all left up to the states. So this responsibility was sort of abdicated. You make the decision, the governor of Texas. You make the decision, governor of California. And then quite often, the then president would be furious with the governor of New York or furious with the governor of California for doing things he didn't agree in. And then you're like, well, why didn't you do something then? I was quite confused by that system. But then, of course, what then happens is that it seems to politicise everything to do with coronavirus further. Things like mask wearing and lockdowns, because red states, the Republican states seem to bunch together and act in one kind of general direction. And then the blue states did the same in a different kind of direction. The great American divide, eh? And it rolls on. Now, on a much lighter note, remember, I've talked to you previously about the ADOT signs. A-D-O-T. I don't know how to say it. It's the Arizona Department of Transport. But those A-D-O-T signs, those road safety messages telling drivers to slow down or keep their distance, don't drink or drive, that sort of thing. But they'd always say it in really amusing ways. And they'd be on the little gantries over freeways. They'd say things like, drive like the person your dog thinks you are and drink and drive. Meet the police and see new bars. (laughs) Well, I've only just found out and I am gutted because man this would have been brilliant to do together but the ADOT slash ADOT please a local person tell me how to pronounce that they actually hold a competition which is open to the public to come up with a new slogan and the winning ones then get used on freeways across the state oh if only we'd known we would have wiped the floor with a competition now there were thousands of entries and now the 10 finalists have been announced my favorites are 85 is not the new 65. Slow down. (laughs) Think you're late. Wait until you have a court date. And no scrolling while you're rolling. (laughs) I really love these. I love a pun. There is a link for all of them on the Facebook page for this podcast. Go and check them out. Facebook.com slash see you in the desert. Go and have a look. Get voting if you fancy it. I like the thought of the new Arizona safety messages being voted for by a bunch of listeners to this podcast from all over the world. So go and work your magic, eh? Now, remember last week I talked about all the firsts we had enjoyed from haircuts to Frito pies to eggless Easter eggs. And I said there was one big one that I had to share with you. Well, yeah, we finally did the terrifying and exciting thing we have been wanting to do for absolutely years. And, well, I have to tell you, there's a new man in my life. Not a dog, a cat, a fish or a lizard for once. But he's a big old chunk of joy. And if I look out my window, oh, I can just see him now outside my house, ready to take me away from it all. The girls call him Mr. Brightside. I call him the Beast. Now, he's actually only six, but he is fully grown, which is just as well as I couldn't cope for him to be much bigger. He's already 29 feet long. Yes, we did it. We finally got an RV, hilariously called a Thor, (laughs) which seems a bit OTT for something that's basically a caravan with an engine in it. But we're beyond excited. He was only delivered yesterday, but later today we are heading south for a couple of days, out into the desert to drink wine and make s'mores and look at the stars and then feel the sun on our faces. And I cannot wait. 
Am I nervous about driving a nearly 30 foot long beast of a vehicle, as they say here? 100% I am. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Am I going to do it? 100% I am. Absolutely. I'll report back and I'll introduce you to him once I am back from our little sojourn and post a video tour on Facebook so you can come and meet him as well. So do check in. But until then, I'll see you in the desert. (laughs) 